Welcome to our podcast. I'm David Kramer coming to you from Northern California. And I'm Dave Blasco from Arizona. Dave and I have been friends since the early 1980s when we were college roommates. And we finally found a medium to share our wisdom with the world, or at least our opinions. Between us, we have two engineering degrees, two master's degrees, an economics degree, and over 60 years of watching democratic debates on TV. And we're making this podcast together to try and help each other, and hopefully you, the listener, save some money. So, Mr. Kramer, what is the today's topic? We are going to talk about the Myers-Briggs personality tests. Oh my gosh, this sounds like a stretch and how we're going to turn this into a money-saving thing. Well, that's true. Also, we're completely unqualified to talk about these things, but it's never stopped us before. <laughs> I, th- I thought perhaps we could say know yourself better so you'll do better interactive-wise with a family, friends, maybe at work. Maybe get that big promotion at work because you'll understand your personality and how you interact with others. Yeah, I think it. if it's true, and it's not just horoscope BS, uh, I could see how knowing yourself that way and knowing the people around you could make you more successful at work, particularly if you are of the type that I think you and I both are kind of introverted thinking types. That is true. Um, we just recently took the test you sent me a uh, a link to a website version of the test, and I have taken it, I want to say about 20 years ago. Um, I, I don't know if it, who was through, but it was something we did at work uh, was a thing, and I remember the results. I don't have the test in front of me. Well, here's the first money-saving tip, is the, the test that you and I just took compared with the ones we took at our places of employment was free and online, uh, and it's at least consistent. Uh, I'm not sure whether it's better, worse, or exactly the same as the ones you pay for, but it's hard to complain about free. You got that right. So free is good. So if any of our listeners are interested, it is at a website called uh, humanmetrics.com, H-U-M-A-N-M-E-T-R-I-C-S. And you go there and you take the Jung typology test. And it comes out very close to the more expensive ones. And there is some analysis. There's nobody can ask questions of, obviously. But um, if you're interested in such things, this is the place to go, I think. So it sounds pretty interesting. So we, we just took the test. And interestingly enough, we have very similar personality types. Go figure. <laughs> yes, if as that came up, uh, I immediately thought, hmm, maybe this free test only tells everybody that they're INTJ. And so now the, the secret's out. Our listeners know we're INTJ, but our scores were slightly different on the different parts of the personality test. Um, so we think that the, it's a legitimate test and not just giving everybody back the same answer. Yes, and it came out with a different classification for me at, uh, at work. The test came out that I was INTP as opposed to INTJ. And my recollection, you and I, uh, I think, exchanged some texts last weekend. I seem to recall that I'm an, I was ISTJ before, so one of them was uh, one of the four characteristics of the test was slightly, slightly different. Yeah, so I thought we might concentrate on the differences between 
uh, between our test results because um, there's 16 of these, so it'd be hard for us to talk with any any usefulness about uh, the other 16. But we might talk about the differences between you and me. Gotcha. I thought just I just interject one thing as I did the preparation for this thing. I was reading on a site and it said that I was I was curious why I didn't get the same result because I thought for certain when I answered these questions I didn't think about them too long. I took the test as quickly as I could and I was surprised I didn't get the same results. But it says that some some studies have found that I'm reading a from a, a site that has some information about this Meyer Briggs test that 40 to 75 percent of respondents will get a different result the second time they take it. That's it interesting and i would imagine if you're on the cusp between they parse you out into these four different criteria right and like introverted and extroverted is one that's i think some most of our listeners can relate to and i'm slightly introverted so i could see where like my wife for example took the test and she's slightly extroverted i I could see just one question being different and you can kind of go from slightly extroverted to slightly introverted i could see yes and i could see that these might change over time and also, since we are self-reporting, sometimes when you're taking a test, you might give aspirational answers that a third party making observations wouldn't. That's a, that's a really good point. Right, because if you're actively working on uh, networking or whatever, and somebody says, are you more comfortable at the edges of a party or in the center, you, you might go from... Uh, strongly negative to neutral because you've been trying hard not to hide in the corner. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a really good point. So self-reporting has its issues, right? Yes. But that said, some of the stuff does seem to fit pretty well. Um, the INTJs, some people call it the architect. Um, that I think that a lot of this fits you and I. We uh, don't take things for granted. We're a little short with people who we think are wasting our time. Um, and uh, could be seen as a could be seen as a weakness. I think I've heard that before. Back to me from people in my life. Uh, yes, architects are self-confident in the skills and ideas they focus on. Using their insights and logic, they push innovation through sheer willpower. Um, They typically apply a sense of perfectionism and even morality to all their work. Uh, Dislike rules, restrictions, and traditions, questions and reviews. May or may not wait for others to catch up to them. Uh, They're sometimes not as sensitive as they could be to the thoughts, desires, and plans of others. Which means sometimes seems callous or insensitive on this website I was looking at. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. I've gotten that feedback before. Yes, and I tried. When you read the the stuff done by professionals, it's all kind of positive and upbeat, um, kind of like reading your horoscope. Scorpios are very sexy or whatever, and whereas other people say Scorpios are really untrustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> But um, so I went to Reddit where only truth is spoken, obviously, mm-hmm. but uh, they say a high percentage. The unfiltered truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the, a high percentage of INTJs are uh, very judgmental and have critical attitudes. Um, feels like they use people for their own gain, whether they do so on purpose or not. Um, and uh, they'd like someone with a little more emotional intelligence. Uh and they can act like know-it-alls. So clearly, 
the perfect thing to do is for two INTJs together to uh, form their own podcast so we can tell everybody the truth and they can turn it off if they don't want to listen. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Too funny. Uh, I have written down as one of my goals that I stole from the uh, CEO of IBM, who seems like a pretty smart guy now. Uh, Don't be a know-it-all, be a learn-it-all. That's some good advice. I mean, and I hope I was thinking you said, you know, people change over time. I'm not, I don't, I don't know how much people change over time, but certainly I've, I've tried to accept myself the way I am and try to become a better person. And so some of those weaknesses you talked about, I try to, I try to think about the fact that I have those tendencies, right? So try, try to work on being more sensitive and that sort of thing, right? Exactly. You know, I, I used to say that, of course, I think I'm right. If I thought I was wrong, I would change my mind. Um, but that comes across poorly to other people that you're overconfident and bullying them. Mm-hmm. When I'm happy to be have my mind changed if I'm wrong, but uh, I'm not going to wait around for it. <laughs> I like that. I guess my thing would be there's when you have there's things that are like opinions to me it's like you like what a tv show you like what music you like i don't think there's like something that's right or wrong um but there's some things that are, i'll just say like this is a factual thing i can prove or disprove that and i just i won't budge off that position if you will so but i just try to keep it in perspective because the weakness side like you said on the websites we're looking at are sugar-coated to some extent but um uh, I try to work on the weakness side and not come across as being insensitive. Yes, though under stress, it's pretty easy to revert to type. Uh, we had some training on our new HR system at work, and there was something about it I didn't particularly like. And the very, very nice person making the presentation, who's a friend of mine, said, oh, there's some flexibility here. Uh, we can make changes so you can do it the way you want. And I said, I, I don't think you're understanding me. I, I don't want to be able to, to do it my way. I think my way is better than the other way, and I think everybody should do it like that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Confidence is good, right? It is. I mean, it is It is good, uh, I, th- I think, overall. It was interesting. I was looking at the INTJ site, and uh, very similar to what you had written, I put this site, though, says good at listening, and I, I know I've been... Um, I've had feedback from some folks in my family and not a good listener, so I was surprised that it lumped me in that personality type, at good at listening. Huh, because the feedback I'm hearing for this type is don't seem to be very good listeners. Really? Um, but we might be, but people might not realize it. Huh, interesting. Which is a subtle difference that might not help. Yeah. So we probably need to work on signaling to people that we are listening to them. And actively let them know that it's a good point. Yeah, I heard one detailed description of um, INTJs coming across as the smartest person in the room. And it's it's not really because they are smarter. It's because of the way they think about things. Before they express their opinion, they run through all the options and are fairly certain of themselves. And when they don't have an opinion yet, they haven't finished doing their analysis, they'll just sit back and be quiet. So it seems like we always act like we know everything. That seems pretty accurate. 
Yeah, that, that does seem interesting. So I remember in school, I'm not, I wasn't the kid that would raise my hand that often. Some classes I participate more. I'm not super introverted. Uh, I think I'm looking at my scores here, but um, I tend to, you know, I was always thinking, what's the right answer? And I, I wouldn't raise my hand or offer an opinion until I was sure what the right answer was. Yeah, listen to the results of a poll of uh, INTJs and the way the person analyze it is that the INTJs feel like Cassandra. I don't know if you remember Cassandra from Greek mythology. Going to have to refresh my memory. Uh, a young woman that I believe it was Apollo was smitten with and mm -hmm. tried to seduce by offering her powers and um, a power of uh, foresight. And um, she rejected his advances, so he cursed her by giving her the power of foresight so she knew what was coming, mm -hmm. but nobody would believe her. So she could see the danger coming down the road, would warn everybody, and they would laugh her off, which would be torture for guys like you and me. Mm. Gotcha. Particularly when I was younger, I certainly felt that way, that I knew the right answer, and if, uh, if everybody would just listen to me, we would fix all the problems. In the world, we'd be a better place. Yes. So ho hopefully, as we grow and learn about ourselves and learn that other people have had some good ideas, we're, we're uh, not as uh, unbearable to be around. <laughs> I thought I was I was looking at this website. One of the things about INTJs is it says place a greater emphasis on logic and objective inf information rather than subjective emotions. I think that probably uh, is pretty accurate for me. Um, one of the things I thought was also interesting and it, it made me think about mathematics. Um, looks at the big picture and like to focus on abstract information rather than concrete details. And recently, one of my kids sent me a funny text. I can't remember the details, but basically it had to do with tutoring them in math when they were in high school. And one of the things that I would focus on with them is like, what is the conceptual thing you're trying to learn here so they could try to apply it to any unique kind of problem. So we'd, my kids would always tease me and they'd say, what is the concept? And to me, that was something that helped me think through sometimes the harder math problems. Yeah, I, I think that's true. I think we need to know why we're doing something in order to do it. So I laughed when I saw that, and I was laughing because my uh, son recently sent me a funny text about um, he was having a it was kind of a joke about having a traumatic flashback to a math tutoring, tutoring session that probably happened about eight, eight years ago, eight six eight years ago. Yeah, I, I agree. I certainly agree with that. <laughs> I found physics to be much more enjoyable than chemistry because physics you could use math and understand it mm -hmm. in chemistry the, there's too many variables you, you could never you end up having to memorize stuff that's true in chemistry there are there are a number of things you have to to memorize that is for sure yeah um <laughs> yeah i tried to look at the differences between intj and intp and that i think the big difference as was expressed to me is that the J's are more organized and regimented, and mm -hmm. the P's might be a little more, I'll say, flighty, more prone to procrastination. And I, I think that's definitely a difference between uh, you and me. Um, when we were living and going to school together, you were certainly 
much more organized and better about starting your work early and things like that. I, I agree. Although I think sometimes when I was studying, my mind would wander. But I even to what's interesting today. So I think you're, I agree. What's I've learned my I've learned that sometimes I need a little bit of pressure to get going. So I don't like to wait till the last minute on things and procrastinate too much. But I feel waiting a little bit brings some sense of creativity because it brings a little pressure. And for some reason that helps me with creativity. But I don't like waiting till the last minute. So um, I do uh, have some friends who like will wait till the last minute on everything. It's like oh how can you do that? <laughs> I couldn't. I just couldn't deal with that if you will right like waiting to the day before or something like that on something super important like maybe I don't know what it is filing your taxes or putting a big presentation together at work I just couldn't I couldn't do that it's too too traumatic for me well let's compare and contrast it is as we record this February 22nd our taxes are due in what seven weeks yes Uh, how far along are you Dave um I've pretty much rough them out and i know how much i'm gonna owe and i'll just i'll just um i'll do it the day before i mean they're they're essentially done and i was at costco a couple of days ago and i thought about buying the software TurboTax, and decided i'd wait till later (laughs) that is a good point i generally do my taxes right around the last week of january february because i want to see you know where i'm at and um I'm back in that place where my family life is stable because I had a kid, you know, one of my oldest came off my taxes a couple of years ago and I, that I missed. So I, w- I didn't plan that really well. You know, it's worth the, the deduction you get for having a kid. Um, so this year is really close to last year. So that's, that's right. Yeah. To go. And what you're doing makes sense. You should figure out as soon as possible, whether you are getting money back or paying money. And if you're paying money, you wait till April 15. And if you're getting it back, you turn it in January 15th as soon as you have everything. Um, but I prefer to procrastinate. I got you. Yeah, you need a little, you need to build a little excitement. So yeah, I, I did it and I figured that I owe a little bit. I owe a little bit, not a huge amount, not a big deal, not a huge amount. And I'll just wait till April 15th to send it. So what do you have your uh, your ballot yet for the primary? Mine's sitting on the desk here. I I just I do I just we just got it in the mail. I think it was last week. So are you tempted to go ahead and fill it out and send it in now, or are you going to wait to see some uh, results between now and then? I filled it out already and signed it this morning. <laughs> so. I, don't tell us who you vote. We have secret ballots okay. in this country. Uh, right. Of course, I could probably get a Russian teenager to tell me who you voted for. But <laughs> uh, no concerns. If I mean, if you'd filled this out two weeks ago, you probably would have voted for Andrew Yang, and that would have been a wasted vote. No, I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. So um, okay, I don't generally think through that. Although I think there's a lot of fo- if, if you're voting in the Democratic side, I think a lot of people are obsessing with that. Um, because they want an electable candidate, if you will, right? Yeah. <sighs> Gerontology as politics. <laughs> anyway. we, we, we have a lot of old candidates, I'll say that, both on the Republican and the Democratic side. I, I don't know if it's the oldest pool, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the oldest pool of candidates. Uh, yep. Although it's... Mayor Pete really probably brings that average down and probably mucks that up if you will so this is from uh 16 personality 
16personalities.com on INTJs. And they say, architects move through life as if it were a giant chessboard, advancing and retreating with considered intelligence. This personality type always looks for new tactics, strategies, and contingency plans. Um, oh, I mean, that's, that's not the part I wanted to read to you. But uh, architects like to win, dislike acting solely on emotions, and this can make it seem that way to other types who don't understand them well, which is that they act coldly and without conscience. And this may explain why many fictional villains are modeled on this personality type. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy moly. <laughs> Uh, but I just think it's. I think it's real. I think it's. I'm like very realistic about things, right? And it's hard. Um, I'll give an example. I, I was. I had lunch with a friend of mine I hadn't seen for a while, right? His father has lung cancer, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, most lung for the folks who don't know, most lung cancer is diagnosed at stage four, which is like the worst thing you can be. And I, and this guy's in some treatment, and he has the right genetic type, so he can get some of that immunotherapy. And I'm thinking that might be pretty good, but I'm just thinking realistically, having lung cancer is a bad thing, right? And I right. caught myself, I caught my, I caught myself and said, you know, be positive. Not that I'd be negative in any ways, but but I recently, uh, you know, my brother-in-law passed away from lung cancer, and. It's just, it is not a good thing to have. And your chances of survival past a year, even 18 months are super low. And it's hard, you know, but like, I'm very realistic about stuff. That's just my personality, right? So I just, I put a, I nipped that in the bud yesterday during that conversation. Yes. And I think we are alike in this way is that we feel compelled to speak truth to power or to try and help people see things and uh, you have to get a little older and a little wiser to step back from that and realize they probably do know and are trying to deal with things in a more productive upbeat way right and that, that's that's really i mean it's, you know it's very true if you will right i got a hint from my friend ken schroeder and uh, it was an acronym set s-e-t You've helped uh, me with that before. Ken, your professor friend. Nope, that's uh, Ken Kahn. Ken Schroeder that's... is uh, another construction guy. Gotcha. Um, but very different personality type than mine. <laughs> and uh, uh, SET stands for support, empathy, and truth. And you should provide those things, particularly to family members, in that order. Um, I'm here for you. I understand why you feel like that. But honestly, come on, let's be serious. <laughs> but in a, in a nice, in a nice way, as much as possible, right? Yep. When your son says the coach hates me, you say, you know, I'm here all day for you. I'm going to help you uh, make the soccer team, and it must feel terrible that uh, it's hard to get along with that guy. But honestly, he probably doesn't have very strong feelings about you. He just wants a good team. <laughs> I have used that technique before, so it's uh, is it, I've tr I've used that in my personal life. So I think there's some there's some benefit to using that. So some famous INTJs, according to that same website, um, <laughs> um, Colin Powell, gotta like that. Yeah, smart guy, very successful. Michelle Obama, who wouldn't want to be like Michelle Obama? Yeah. Well, except for the forty five percent of the country who hates her um 
Elon Musk. There's a guy who's done okay for himself. He sure uh, has. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger getting a little more mixed now, but certainly the guy's successful. Uh, <laughs> he's, and Ty, I mean, he's super successful. Yeah. He is. He is smart guy. Uh, <laughs> and you'll like this one, Dave. Uh, Vladimir Putin. Really? Oh, our buddy. <laughs> really. So apparently, you can apply these uh, strengths to either good or evil. Good or evil. That's interesting. I'm glad you put that up because I didn't. I didn't read the famous people stuff. Vladimir Putin is an INTJ. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe you want to go back to being ISTJ. Or I, I'm sorry. I Vladimir is INTJ. I misspoke there. I, ISTJ is my old personality type. INTJ is my new personality type. Yeah. ISTJs are Angela Merkel, good person there. Uh, George Washington, supposedly. Condoleezza Rice. Uh, <laughs> Hermione Granger. Uh, who else? I don't even know who some of these people are. Jason Bourne. Hmm. Wouldn't have thought Jason Bourne would have that much in common with Condoleezza Rice. Hmm. Interesting. Oh. Well, anyway, uh, the upside is for people like us who are uh, mathematically oriented and are looking for facts that if this has any truth to it, it's something we could dive into and put some numbers to it. So it would be more like trying to get an A in an engineering class for real life instead of it being like a poli-sci class. What do you mean a B plus? I worked really hard on that. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, too funny. We want, we want the facts and the figures. Exactly. So now, of course, do you the have trick your scores you get... in front of you. Do you have what's did that? You have your do you have your scores in front of you? Uh, yeah. I know you looked, I, I, I think you were comparing and contrasting. I'm just, I'm, I want to go over that again if we could. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, just barely introverted, 3%. That's what mine says too. I think as I've gotten older, I'm more comfortable. I think when I was younger, I felt fairly introverted, but I think as I've gotten older, and I'm, I'm thinking older, like even, even to my 20s, even when the time we met that I was, not super introverted, but that's my, you know, I'm the guy at the edge of the party, they say, right? I'm maybe talking with one person or one good friend or something like that, right? Not being the life of the party. Uh, you're looking at your score, right, Dave? Not mine? You're 28% introvert? Oh, maybe I'm looking the wrong one. Maybe I'm looking at yours. Oh. <laughs> we were going to really agree if we kept doing that. Damn it. <laughs> Mine is one up from yours. Okay. I feel less introverted than I was. I must have been super introverted then. I feel, I don't. Be, well, it yes, still I'm says moderate. Moderate. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. I'm sorry. I'm looking the wrong one. Okay, gotcha. And you Did, are like, you are less. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm on the border. But as you know, I've been working on that for a long time. I gotcha. Um, Int intuition. Let's see. Yeah, I'm at 22% for intuitive. And uh, nineteen percent for thinking. I'm fifty-six percent for thinking. And I'm sixteen percent for judging. And I'm forty-one percent for judging. So I'm I got heavy on the T and the J. Yeah, you're Mod your most most moderate. Your slightest score is for sensing versus intuition. So you are on the border with being an ISTJ. Um, I don't know. Again, since I took the test, which was only a few months ago, I've uh, been trying to work on 
whatever, call it my weaknesses. So I might have affected my scores a bit. I see. So you're self-reporting. You maybe you're as, just as you said the aspirational score, right? Yeah. So I'm. I got pretty moderate on things because I'm trying to get better at the things I'm weak at. Hmm. That's so maybe I should be building on strengths. Hmm. I think. I mean, as long as I think just knowing your personality type probably helps you to, to relate. That's. I think it's one of the things I take away from. Okay, here's here's your tendencies, and like I said, the biggest thing for me is trying not to come across as insensitive on certain on certain things because we do not like talking about our emotions and things like that. Yes, um, what I've been trying to do a little bit of is uh, now that I know what many of my coworkers' personality types apparently are, I can try and work on presenting things to them. So they understand it rather than uh, me understanding it. Gotcha. Like uh, leading or using, uh, knowing their personality types and trying to present in a way that would be optimal for them to relate or absorb the information. Yeah. It's like you see patterns. So three of the five uh, vice presidents of my company had exactly the same MBTI score, which was very mm-hmm. different than mine. So, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently that's, you get the uh, um, personality types that are fit one industry pretty well. I get along with all those folks pretty well, actually. Um, but it's it's interesting to think about how I can be even more effective with the people I work with. That's that is a good point, and that's the whole tie-in to saving you money, right? Helping you get along better at work with the people you work with, and advancing your career. Uh, yes, a big chunk of it is just I think realizing that everybody isn't like you. This is where you get in trouble. Is where you just like I don't understand. This is perfectly clear that um, well, the way I do it is the right way, and that's how you end up with. Michael Bloomberg running for president because it's obvious to him that you need a Republican turned Democrat from New York to save the country. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, and not everybody sees it the same way. Elizabeth Warren doesn't quite see it that way. Right. <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've beaten this to death. Probably some other personality types could do a better job, but um, um, I, I'm going to spend some more time on it probably shouldn't be talking about it because we don't know enough about it but i i find it fascinating it's fun to think about it i, I gave it to my i don't think i've seen my daughter yet my uh, uh wife took it i'm trying to remember i think she's entj i think i have to go back i can't find her i'm just trying to find her score so she's more extroverted than i am um but it's but it is certainly interesting and, you know, when you read the str- strengths and weaknesses, it's, it's an interesting thing about that. Like, oh, I see myself doing that. Oh, yes, I've gotten that feedback before. I just think it helps you deal with the world and the way people perceive you. Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest thing to look out for is, is being a, a know-it-all. Um, so it's another good reason for us to do this podcast so we can get it out of our system. <laughs> I gotcha. We can pontificate out into uh, uh, narrow band empty airwaves instead of doing it while everybody's rolling their eyes during an all staff meeting. 
There you go. Take it to the masses. All right, my friend. All right. Until we'll until next time. Uh, I look forward to the next one. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.